Named after the mechanism that separates the sweet wort from the spent grains, False Bottom Girls features two beer experts filtering through the brewing industry to guide listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson. I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and an advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the beer program coordinator with New Realm Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an advanced Cicerone. So if you're listening to us, we made it, or we're still in it. We're, we're still alive because coming, you edited it and uploaded it. We're coming to you from the grave. Yeah, more likely. Well, if you happen to uh, be going to any festivals in the fall, <laughs> since they are all canceled. Well, I feel like this episode is going to be a lot of preaching to the choir since we have so many beer industry people who listen to us. And beer people who you know, know you, how to act right at, yeah. at a beer festival. It's true. <laughs> but, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe you never know because you do have things you don't necessarily pick up on until uh, you are mm-hmm. on the other side. Yes, that's of true. Of the pouring booth. So this episode, we're talking about how to not act like an idiot beer festivals. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Everyone, most people know how to not act like it. Te- Blah, 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 blah. Most people know how to not act like an idiot. Right. Um, but you would think we're talking about festival etiquette. Yes. The do's and the don'ts. Pinkies up. Pinkies up. <laughs> Especially in this day and age where we need to lock down on our sanitation a little bit more. Maybe there are some things that you should, you know, practice like, you know, just with your the, the beer and the rinsing with the water and the glasses and the holding or, you know all the back and forth and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, not, I don't want to like talk about the, the, what's going on in the world, but cause I know it doesn't line up with our times, but right. I'm just saying Hopefully because of everything that is going on right now, um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see different rules at festival, like things stem from this. Right. Well, you, you know, know what in I think everywhere in general, right. But what I think is interesting. Uh, that's a good point because I've talked to people who've organized festivals before and the, way a lot of states particularly you know in in the south where where we're just kind of coming up against these alcohol laws that need to be changed mm-hmm. yeah. the way that like alcohol beverage commissions treat beer festivals is well you're they they don't really understand how they work they don't understand and the same is true for competitions yeah and they'll say like oh people are going to get you know like everyone's going to get poisoned or something like that's going to happen and then you know the next day you see like a church got permitted for a bake sale and everybody gets e coli from it and it's (laughs) like well that seems like it's a little bit more dangerous like beer and alcohol is gonna kill most stuff it is being made at a licensed facility right exactly (laughs) yeah that hopefully is practicing good sanitation yeah um but yeah i think with the the beer festivals i've obviously i've been on both sides of it and you're right because i think one of the first times i poured at a festival I was like, oh, I am not nearly as funny at the end of the festival as I think I am (laughs) when I've been drinking all day. (laughs) And particularly, so in North Carolina, if you're pouring beer at all, like brewery, Mm. festival, anything, you cannot drink. You cannot drink at all. If you, even if you're a volunteer, if you have an ALE, so alcohol law enforcement uh, agent, come up and test you and you blow a .02. Yeah. 
the festival gets fined. You as a volunteer will get fined. The brewery you're pouring for will get fined. And, yeah. you know, the fines are like $1,500. It's not cheap. No, no, it's a big deal. It wasn't like that in Virginia. It might be now, but like when I was growing up in the festival world in Virginia mm-hmm. and freaking, I don't know, 10 years ago, like, whew. Like it was not regulated either. Right. Like all, everyone was drinking, everyone was pouring. Most people were, were most people were responsible. But I'm just saying, like there was no regulation. Right. There wasn't like no, you can't do this. And well, I could be wrong, but <laughs> as far as I know, right. well, and in North Carolina, <laughs> but it, it's, it was a huge deal when I moved here. I was like, oh wow, I didn't. In, in North Carolina, the law had been on the books and it had never been enforced. And then it was like, uh, oh, here's a revenue source. And so they just kind of showed up at a festival unannounced and started finding people and then, you know, continued to do that because I want to say that was happening around 2015 when I moved back to Charlotte and it's, people were really surprised because that's, you know, to, to learn that like that had always been in effect. And so being able to drink and again, I shouldn't say drink so much as sample. Yeah. Because most of the times I was at places, people would be like, Oh, which beer was really good. Hey, here's my glass. Do you mind running and getting me some? I have also seen people be drunk and pouring and yeah. that is highly irresponsible yeah. whether there's a law or not. Now I think we've recently gotten to a point where in the North Carolina Brewers Guild might've had some doing and pushing this through, but if, if it hasn't gone through yet, I know we're at least working on it, being able to quality control yes. as a brewer. Yes. So we are allowed to do that. So don't get it twisted, people. If you do see a brewer festival starting, you do see them take a couple sips of the beer, don't necessarily assume they're going to be drinking all day or that they are drinking. There is allowed, You are allowed quality control. And mm-hmm. it is super important because we're taking our product from the brewery to this festival. And... We, you know, it's our draft system. It's our jockey box. So we, we know our equipment's good. But you just, you got to make sure everything's tasting right when everything's all set up. Right. Make sure it's pouring right, all that. So, and it's also like a, a thing, like for me as a brewer and the owner, I'm like, okay, just double check. Because I don't, if something's wrong, like I don't want all these people tasting this beer that f- for whatever reason, something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Whether even it was my fault at the brewery with a bad keg, like who knows, but right. So it is super important, but uh, there is a difference. So yes, just and, pointing that out. And I would say really with a lot of beer festivals, there's, there's kind of two main types of people. There are the people who are going because drinking outside is fun and they want to be able to go and actually sample beers from, you know, breweries they might not get to try very mm-hmm. often or they might not see very often or, you know, special stuff that somebody yeah. brews for the festival. And then there are the people who are like, let's go get tanked. Yeah. yeah. You have both those. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what would a beer festival be without both those? Oh, my God. It would be so much better without the people <laughs> there getting tanked. It'd probably be a lot less crowded. <laughs> because those, and those are really the people who I think are the most guilty of a it, lot of the beer festivals. It also depends sins. on the type of beer festival. Because you have some beer festivals that are just like very beer geeky. That's true. I, I am thinking, some, yeah, I am thinking in terms of like 2000 and up. I mean, Great people. American Beer Festival is a great example of having both those crowds. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you got the beer nerds, die hard, like this is a lifelong pilgrimage. And then you got the people who are like, let's do this. I'm yeah. sampling every single beer, <laughs> which you are not. <laughs> but right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, definitely the festivals where it is smaller, like 250, you know, maybe yeah. up to 500 people. Those are really, those are the 
only beer festivals I go to anymore for that same reason. And normally they're very niche. They've, they're sour beers or they're stouts or they're barrel aged beers. Mm -hmm. And they're, it's very small and you can be like, okay, cool. So I'm not going to show up and you're going to be pouring like six pill or not pilsners, but like six IPAs. And they're all going to be hazy and they're all going to suck. And then I go to the next person and they've got the exact same thing. Yeah. And don't, you know, if you know, if you don't care, if you just want to go for a good time, you don't matter what kind of festival it is, like, that's cool. But if you do care, like, if you don't like hazy beers, don't go to the hazy beer festival. You're not, it's not going to be a good time for you. Right. That's going back to our, uh, yeah. (laughs) That's going back to our untapped episode of, you know, ratings. It's like, if you don't like stouts, don't go to a festival that's (laughs) all about stouts. But also at the same time, do yourself a favor. If you do what if you if you don't care and you're just there to get drunk, whatever. But if you do care and you want to try these beers, these brewers put so much work into these beers. And normally there is a little uh, at the better beer festivals, there will be a water jug on the table for you to rinse your glass out. Mm-hmm. Or the poor might have one. Typically, pilot like we try to bring an extra one just in case. Right. I always like when people do that because sometimes if I'm in line, I can't get to the water on the table yeah. or it's empty. So I yeah. love. When I can hand it to the person pouring and yeah. they can rinse it for And me. that's a note for you pourers too. Like it, have some, you know, pride in your product. And like, I, will, I will tell you guys, Rachel and Pilot are beer festival pros. When we went to Beer <laughs> Defem last year, I was <laughs> like incredibly impressed by how like on the way Rachel's like, okay, we're going to stop and get ice because... I know they have ice, but you can't always find the person who's going to give you ice. So no. I just bring my own bags to at least get started. And she's yeah. got like a little cart and has like everything. She's got the wrench. She's got ev- everything you could possibly need. Yeah, because I don't want to be effed. Right. Because, and but I've also she, been yeah. doing beer festivals for so long right. where you see every single little problem pop and up. All of those things have happened to you. Yeah. So now you know. And all of a sudden, it's my control. Right. So I got this bin <laughs> that's got wheels and I just stock it with everything and I can roll it and I got a cart for my kegs and I can roll in there with all my stuff at once boom and then all out yep and we've I've been at festivals where people next to us you know needed a wrench something yeah. was wrong with their oh, jockey yeah. box because they didn't check it or it's not theirs I am the brewery to go to like yeah. I'm getting known at, <laughs> pilot will have it pilot will have it yeah go to pilot we even have a uh, small little uh, it's a uh, static pot for cleaning lines mm-hmm. we even bring that full of water so we can run our jockey lines through and we don't have to deal with it when we get back to the brewery or yeah it's not sitting in there or anything right and we, people will be like can i can i borrow that <laughs> yeah and i remember you yeah. guys sending me with that to um I, I won't say the festival but to a festival who would provide jockey boxes but they oh, didn't yeah. seem like they had been cleaned we were like since no, no, ever no no Yes. You take this with you. Yeah. You're like, uh, what do I do with this? I'm like, you clean the lines, Jay. Right. And then I, then I see the lines and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It would be more sanitary for me to pour the beer in my mouth and then like <laughs> pour it in your glass <laughs> than to pour through these disgusting lines. But anyway. Yeah. Water. Yeah. It is also there to drink. Yes. During the day. Yes. Don't and underestimate the power of water. Yes. And that's... Um, the rinsing is important, but typically what I will do, I'll rinse it, dump it out, and then fill my glass and then yeah. drink water while I'm waiting. Yeah. Just to do it. Because these beers pace will sneak yourself. up. A lot of times breweries really like to bring their high alcohol beers too. Like, you know, or you got to be careful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, it really adds up quickly. Yeah. And or yeah. they want to pour the, the product as fast as possible so then they yeah. can go drink. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, no, that's true. Um, you do, that is a really good point because, like, 
a lot of times these festivals will give you your little taster glass. And the festival coordinator has probably dictated, like, oh, just do half pour or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or pour to the bottom of the logo. Yeah, whatever it is. You, yeah. And sometimes breweries, you're right, like, we'll just pour to the top or especially if you ask, they definitely will. But mm-hmm. if you do want to be conscious, just make sure, just go ahead and say, hey, just give me a half one, mm-hmm. like right off the bat. Like don't. And I think most people will ask too. They're yeah. pretty good about like, do. do you, yeah. how much do you want? And I know at like at Fobab, it is all mm. high alcohol. Or it's it all is barrel beers. All, yeah. yeah, but it is barrel beers. And they are only allowed to pour two ounces yeah. and they put the line on the cup. So that yeah. way the volunteer can be like, no, this is the line that I yeah, poured to. There are more festivals there's a lot of fest- different types of festivals and some those specialty festivals there are going to be a lot more prohibitive and have a lot more rules and then sometimes you just have festivals just like whatever mm-hmm. uh, and i've poured so, it those too yeah. and it's it sucks but you don't want all that beer either when you're drinking all that like right plus you don't want to dump it out well or, and you also i think neglect to think when you're at an outdoor festival you're also outside you're in the you're in the sun and you're getting more dehydrated just being yeah. outside all day than you would be if you were inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the water is super important. And you might have a fancy fancy pretzel necklace on. Oh, that- my God. So let's talk about the pretzel <laughs> necklaces. Rachel knows how to push my buttons. So if you want a necklace with, like, beef jerky and cheeses <laughs> and whatever on it, that is fine. The point of the pretzel necklace Originally, people wore the pretzel necklaces, so you had something to cleanse your palate between beers. And so that's what, like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, that's why people had pretzel necklaces, is so you could get a drink, cleanse your palate, get some water, whatever, and you just had that palate cleanser on your neck, and then people were like... Let's put my lunch on it. (laughs) Right, exactly. Let's see how stupid I can make this necklace look, and how ridiculous I can make it look, and like all of these snacks. And again... Fine. Fine if you want a whole punch of bunch of snacks and put it around your neck. The you'll point of the pretzel the, necklace see the is to cleanse your palate. You'll see the ones at Great America Beer Festival. It drives me crazy. And, like Snickers bars, the whole thing is a cheese, like say beef jerky, right. <laughs> slices of pizza, whatever you can fit. <laughs> right. And that's, that. again, it's fine if you want to hang food the, around there your neck. Are, there are breweries during JBF around the convention center that will have pretzel necklace making parties mm-hmm. that you can go to and make your necklace they'll have all sorts of stuff you can put them on yeah then go to the festival yes but the point is not <laughs> to have snacks the point is to cleanse your palate but, well, but everyone loves snacks i know i i understand that so i don't necessarily begrudge people for it but you just bastard just put your snacks in your purse or in your bag in your backpack whatever or your pockets like, pocket keep your snacks in your pocket yeah all these dudes don't are put out them there around wearing, your neck yeah they're all out there wearing cargo shorts anyway like you've got pockets you <laughs> put your snacks in your pockets pocket snacks is there anything on the pretzel necklace that is acceptable besides pretzels no okay you heard it people <laughs> and you know if you really want a big like you want to get all the different sides pretzels that's cool if you need to like bling it up mm-hmm. but pretzels only Unsalt it, salt it, unsalt it, because it's palate cleanser. I don't know if you can buy unsalted pretzels, actually. Sure. Sure you can. (laughs) The day and age we live in. Come on. That's true. Come on. But yeah, yeah, just because pretzels are easier than, like, water crackers to get get onto a necklace. You get, like, saltines, so you have the holes in them. Yeah, water crackers usually have holes, too. Yeah. It's like a pretty... All right, get some... I'm going to get some, like, very thin, like, fishing wire. Ah. 
taking the next to the next level. Yes. <laughs> and I'll be like, this is the um, master Cicerone yeah. <laughs> um, necklace. Um, this is supposed to be a palate cleanser, <laughs> sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I will be like the equivalent of the person with the tinfoil hat on their head, just like yelling at everybody about doomsday coming, but it'll just be about, it's supposed to be a palate cleanser. <laughs> You're all doomed. I personally don't uh, partake in the necklace. I don't anymore because people ruined it for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it was ruined for you. <laughs> and then I would get sick of people coming up and be like, can I have, can I have a press off your necklace? No. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I think the other, one of the other things we've talked about that drives me crazy. And this also just drives me crazy. People don't do it just at beer festivals, but if you go up to the front and you get your drink, get don't, the hell out of the way and yes. stop asking me so many goddamn questions well, about like, so where, where, you, where are you located? And sorry, this is a thing. Okay. And I don't care. Like I want to answer all your questions all day long. And if I have time, that's cool. But if I don't get out of there and don't like be like, so are you the brewer? Or is there a male? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I no, I, I completely agree with you. And that is one of the things. I get that a that, lot at like, festivals. If, if, if there's not a line, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. that's great. Like, Just have some social awareness. Out. Yeah. You know? But don't get your drink and take half a step back and turn to your friend and stand there and drink while you're like looking at your phones and like taking oh, pictures. That's even worse. And standing in front of everybody. Yeah. It's like it's like the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Like you go up, you get your drink, and yeah. you just step over. Yeah. And just get out of everybody else's way. And don't just step over and stand there either. Like yeah. Get get, get out, out from of the under way. the tent or go to the yes. non crowded area. If it's not crowded, do just have some social awareness. Right. And for me too. As the person pouring and Yes, I'm a female. Yes, I started the brewery. Yes, I made this beer. The person next to me probably made the beer too. Like, and no, I'm not a pilot. Yes, my husband's pilot. <laughs> and no, he's not the brewmaster, okay? Right. You should and just get no a one's sign a made for like the front of your jockey box. It yeah. just has bullet points yeah. with all of those things. So <laughs> yeah. you can just be like, tap, tap. <laughs> yes, I know I'm female. Yes, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I did it all by myself. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's um, something else I've heard beer reps say, too, is, again, going back to the more you drink, the more charming you think you are. and Or the funnier you think. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you put that keg yes. in the back of my car after this festival? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you come with the beer? You're... Oh, gross. <laughs> Although, throw up everyone, everyone listening, I think... You are a much better dancer when you've been drinking. So please continue <laughs> to dance toward the end of the festival because I've been pouring for idiots for like four hours and it's, it can, it, it's fun in the moment, but it is exhausting. If you've been around a group of people who are all getting wasted and yeah. you are not, you understand that it's like, yes, this is funny to a point, but I will always be delighted <laughs> to see you idiots dancing <laughs> to like Baby Got Back or um, like Cotton Eye Joe. Like just <sighs> keep that up. You are a, a phenomenal dancer when you drink <laughs> and want to see your dance moves. <laughs> Here, have another sample. I encourage mm-hmm. it. 
but yeah, and I think that it's it's always fine to ask, you know, what what are you pouring? This is what I like. What do you have that's like that? Unless yeah. like you're just like, well, what's the hoppiest thing you have? In yeah. which case, like, get or out of the that highest face. alcohol thing. Right. Like, right. On. The hoppiest. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything hazy? I get that a lot. I'm sure you do. I actually go to festivals and pay people to go ask you if you've got anything hazy. <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> I'm like, hey, the one the one on the left with the ponytail, ask her if she's got anything <laughs> hazy. The one on the right, tell him the gutter story's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I think an, another thing, just social awareness, and a lot of this is just not being a jerk. Don't throw trash. Oh places. God, yeah, come on, this is this there are is... trash cans. If there's if the trash cans are overfilling, at least put it like trash can adjacent or something because. A lot of times, the volunteers are the ones who have to go through and clean that up. Also, yeah, you're not, you're an adult. You're not entitled. So just stop it. Right. This is basic 101. Don't be a dick. Oh my God! I remember one year at an outdoor beer festival, getting there and we were in line, and the f- like. I don't think there was VIP, so it had been open maybe an hour. This guy is already so drunk that he is, is like stumbling through the grass, falls over, lays on his back for a second, rolls over to the side, throws up, lays back on his back. And I was like, buddy, we've been here for an hour. Classy. How did you manage to do this? <laughs> and if you are that person, like just get water, you M- know, go find some Maybe don't go to festivals if, yeah, you are that, if you exactly. are that person. Yeah. Maybe seek some help. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, conduct yourself. Been to many of beer festivals, and I yes, I have gotten drunk, but you know, oh man, don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> Dark Lord Day, two thousand fifteen. Oh God, that was the drunk enough that I fell twice just walking, <laughs> and I was taking I was taking a bus to and from, so I wasn't I wasn't driving or anything like that, and we were all. We were all in that position, and I was just miserable because you also get to the point when, like, when you have just had way too much, where you just really start to hate that you did that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you can't yeah. not like you can't, you can't just be like, yeah. yeah, like I just want to be sober right now, yeah, and it's like your body's just like, sorry, too bad. <laughs> Here See we you go. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember like we finally got back to our house and everybody's just chugging water. We ordered, there was like an Italian restaurant near us that had really good French fries. And we ordered like four large orders of fries, which ended up being like probably five pounds of French fries. (laughs) Like so big, we just got a giant cutting board out and just dumped it all on there. And we were all just like (laughs) with French fries and water. And by the end of the day, I felt a, like a little bit better, and then yeah, you gotta you gotta eat before you go to these things. You gotta pace important. yourself. And, and there's usually food there yeah. too, like and filling food. I mean, that's something yeah. that festival organizers think about. Yeah. Oh yeah. They don't. We're going to people. have yeah, yeah hot dogs, burgers, pizza, or mm. even you know if it's someplace that's going to have food trucks, they're going to have like more substantial food. Yeah. That's not. That's not on accident. That's, yeah. that's by design. <laughs> yeah, take advantage. So there's there's stuff for you to be able to eat. But yeah, it's I think it's so important to do that. And I know one of 
my things that I like to do when I go to festivals is if they have released the like the beer list or even mm-hmm. the brewery mm-hmm. list. Yeah. I take some time and look at it and say, okay, I definitely want to yeah. go to these five breweries and yeah. I'll find them on the map. So I know when I get there that those are the ones I want to try. Yeah. And even then, usually they're not close to each other. So you're spending time walking between them. Yeah. And you can actually enjoy the beer and appreciate the beer for what it is and not just drink to be drinking. Yeah. Also, don't be that person you just check it in every single beer when you're untapped. Oh, my God. Like, fine, you need a couple, okay, whatever. But you got to do every single one, seriously. You're going to get to a point, like, you don't need to track every single beer you've ever drank in your whole entire life. It's not that important. Trust me. <laughs> I I used to be that person. And, I mean, I haven't used Untapped in years. And if you do use Untapped, that's totally fine. Yeah, but just, you don't need to do every single beer that you try. Right. It's not going to be, you're not going to be able to keep up with it. Well, and I think one of the things I started doing was I had like a pad and a piece of paper and I would just jot down what I had. And like, if I had, if I had a note on it, yeah. um, and then I would either do that or I would just keep notes open on my phone. So then while like, you know, I get my beer, I walk out of the way and I just real quick write down what I had and save it. And then if I really wanted to later, I could check it into untapped. I usually didn't, but at least I had a list of what I had tried and you know, like if something was really good or if it was really bad, I had those notes too. But yeah, the the festival check-ins. Also, you're just, just like be social. Like you're there to have a good time. Yeah, Talk that's people, that's true. You know, yeah, like. and that's where I got to where I was like, I I can't keep doing this because I'm just like obsessively typing things on my phone. Yeah, exactly. And not not interacting with the people yeah. who I'm with. Yeah, there's part of that. Um, what else? What else can we say about festivals? I know we had a whole list of things. No, no, you're not going to any festivals until, I don't know. May. Well, this will be out in May. Maybe. May. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are so funny, guys. You know, and I and thinking through one of the next bigger festivals coming up and festivals I've been to or people I've known have been to, like, if there's inclement weather, if something happens... Yeah, it's it's not fire festival, you know. Yeah. You're like you're fine, and I understand, if, particularly when there's no contingency plan, or it seems like there's no contingency plan. It's very frustrating, but I get like really sick of seeing the people who, you know, just like continually post on social media over and over and over again about what an outrage it is, and it's yep. like, okay, yeah, we get it. It sucks for you. They're gonna make it right, however they yeah. can. You uh, you can leave and you can go to your local brewery. Yes. Actually, last year, uh, untapped when it was going so awful, a lot of people did do that. Like when I guess it rained, you know, mm-hmm. and then pe- ha- half those people were just like, "Fuck it." Yeah. So uh, we actually did get a lot of people who come to Pilot who are just like, eh, "I didn't get a chance to make your brewery, so I mean your booth, so I just came to your brewery." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, and I think it's good <laughs> when, particularly the bigger beer festivals, to to take the time and look at the map and figure out. The ones that you would really like to try because yeah. that also it's one, it makes sure that you get to try the the beers that you want and that, you know, and go to the breweries you like or you've, you've never tried before or that you just want to support. And then, you know, you can kind of fill in with the other stuff yeah. as you feel like you should. And then when you stop remembering everything you try, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. <laughs> because you've already tried everything you wanted. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that, that is, yeah. that is true. I, this wasn't a beer festival, but I was at CBC last year and went into a brewery with some friends and ordered a barley wine because yeah. I always order barley wine. Yeah. And <laughs> because, because is gin, gin, if she doesn't have a barley wine. <laughs> right. And he's like, whoa, starting off big. And I was like, well, I'm going to order the barley wine anyway. So I may as well order it first rather than ordering two more beers and then ordering the barley wine and drinking it. Like I'm, yeah. I know I'm going to get the exactly. barley wine. I'll just, sense. I'll just drink the barley that makes wine. Sense. And I did like, yeah. that was the one beer that I had there. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. No, exactly. No, that makes sense. Especially when you know you like want something. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, it's not often, but every so often there's a beer. I'm like, Ooh, I want to have that. Mm-hmm. These days, it's more like rare to see a nice St. Bernardis on draft or right. something like that. And I do get excited when I see that stuff kind of now. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. Tend, I tend to order it. I agree. And the same is true if I'm at a festival and I see somebody is pouring something like, fine, you've randomized the beer that has been in distribution through Sour Patch Kids or whatever. That's not exactly what's exciting to me. Yeah. You know, if you've got... I don't know if you've got like a Munich Dunkel or something that's, I'll be like, Ooh, yeah, I want to try that. And I think for a while at least we're geeks though. Right. But But, I think for a while, that excites me too. A lot of people were trying to like, what is the, the silliest thing I can do to my beer to get it, to get people at my tent. Yeah. And it doesn't taste good there. I've had some that are, but it's usually at events that are designed specifically for people to use silly ingredients in, yeah. in yeah, beer. Yeah, and that's different. But I think it's also is beer festivals can, again, not only be, you know, trying new breweries and stuff, but trying new beer beer styles. Like, you've, you paid for this ticket, so if you go up and they've got a hazy IPA and a Munich Dunkel, and you're like, well, I don't know what a Munich Dunkel is, just order it. Yeah. Order yeah. it and try it, because if you don't like it, you can pour it out. Yeah. And Move on. Yeah, and you can go, go back and get the hazy IP. And yeah. that is another important thing, and I know you mentioned it earlier. You can always pour out your beer. You yeah. don't have to finish it yeah. if you don't like it. If you don't like it because it's not done well, or if you don't or like it just because you just don't, you just don't like the flavors. Yeah. yeah. Or if you just don't want to drink yeah. it. Like, there, whatever. There, there are buckets, and mm-hmm. you can pour it out. And I think most breweries, like, just I'll make usually... Sure, just make sure you pour it out in front of the brewer onto the <laughs> ground and say, this is shit! Yeah, I was about to, yeah that's exactly what I was about to say when I've had beers and I know I need to pour it out. I like just I, make sure they're watching. No, <laughs> I try to get like as far away as possible because I'm like I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Not me. I look at them in the eye and then I <laughs> dump it. I dump it. I'm like do better. <laughs> and then I walk away and they're like, "Who is that?" Yeah. Or, <laughs> but I think it's also. You know, pacing yourself, that's also why there's usually a DJ or a band. Yeah, so you could lie. You could lie and be like, oh, that's that's not you. It's me pacing (laughs) myself. Well, I was thinking in terms of you can pace yourself by going to listen to the music, (laughs) not concoct this elaborate story. Oh, well. I was wearing an onion on my belt, as was the style at the time. (laughs) Nichols had pictures of bees on him. Excuse me, my uh, mic smells like isopropyl. <laughs> yes, that is worth it. noting before <laughs> Rachel and I got started. She brought Clorox wipes and iso. And so this is like the cleanest room. It's like inhaling <laughs> iso. It's like <laughs> every time I talk, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, and then also, 
you know, with, with festivals, I think again, we're preaching to the choir, but don't drink and drive, find a way to get there. No, no, don't do that. Especially, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm so, uh, it's so easy because we, we, I live in Charlotte, right? So everything's in the city in my mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, take an Uber. It's a lot cheaper than a DUI. Yeah. A lot. Or a funeral. Or a funeral. Or a bad time. Yeah. And that's, um, I think that's probably a good place to wrap up. Again, yeah. everybody make good decisions and we're proud of you. And We're proud of drink you. Drink water. We're hydrate, proud of you. Wear your sunscreen. Don't be a jerk yeah. to people. Unless they're being jerks. And then you can tell them that we gave you permission to be jerks. Yeah. And say move. Say Jen out of the way. Blair said. <laughs> Somebody please do that and let me know how it goes. Jen Blair said you're being a jerk. <laughs> you need to move. You need to step aside, sir, and get off your phone. <laughs> yeah, get off your phone. Rinse your glass. Don't make stupid necklaces. Just make a pretzel necklace. And Just eat some lunch. <laughs> yeah, eat some lunch. Cleanse your palate between beers. Don't check everything in on untapped. Don't be a jerk to the person pouring the beers. No, because they have probably been there since the beginning of the morning. Mm-hmm. Setting up and getting everything ready, getting stuff to, from the brewery. Yeah, they, and they have, have to, to clean finish, up so. and, yeah, and take it all back. And they don't appreciate your jokes. Yeah. Trust me. But they always appreciate but they will pretend. Moves. But they will pretend, so... You know, you're covered. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I have I have poured up places before where I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha. That's so funny. That is the first time somebody's <laughs> made that joke today. Oh, my God. You are so funny. <laughs> All right, people. Go to some beer festivals when you can. When you Stay can. Stay safe. Just make good decisions. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs> Inhaling ISO. This has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round.